Oh, oh, well, is it time to buy the crypto dip or is it time to paper hand and weak hand out of the market? Well, before we get into why cryptocurrency prices appear to be falling here recently, it's worth noting that JP Morgan published a paper right at the beginning of November. And listen to what they had to say. They said, October is a historically good month for cryptocurrency. And this October was no exception. Bitcoin was up 40% and Ethereum was up 43% for the month. Keep that in perspective for when we talk about the fall that's happening now. But JP Morgan also mentioned this. Get this. This was a really interesting one. JP Morgan expects that alternative assets, including hedge funds, real estate, and digital currencies, will outperform traditional assets like stocks and bonds in 2022. That's JP Morgan telling you that. JP Morgan is expecting hedge funds, real estate, and crypto to outperform traditional assets like stocks and bonds in 2022. And digital assets are, quote, forecast to climb 15% next year. That's double the expected return from hedge funds and outpaces the 12.5% gain expected for real estate next year. That's actually, by the way, bullish on real estate as well. I know there are a lot of people sitting on the sidelines like, hey, I don't want to I don't want to get into uh, real estate. I'm going to wait for a dip. Look, we're not going to make a real estate speculative video in this one, but let's just say I'm out there shopping for real estate myself. OK, but anyway. Uh, now, JP Morgan does also say that uh, cryptocurrencies, and, and they said this before this happened, uh, the cryptocurrencies' wild swings make them less appealing to uh, many people who, who might want to invest. Uh, but uh, I think for a lot of uh, uh, folks who are really into crypto, these are buying opportunities. Now, by, I'm by no means a crypto expert, but I do my best to expand my crypto knowledge every single day. And it appears that the reason why crypto has been falling here uh, in the last uh, 24 hours here has been because of long liquidations. And Bitcoin has been recovering. We see Bitcoin at 60980 right now, Ethereum at 4300 uh, Solana at 226 These are still record highs. We've got Cardano uh, sitting at 193 Cardano down a full 16.7%. Uh, in the last uh, seven days here, with uh, most of the others here, Bitcoin, Ethereum uh, down a nine and a half to ten and a half percent, as well as Sheeb down nine point three three percent. What is though still doing well on a weekly basis is not Axie Infinity for the metaverse, but take a look at this, Mana up twenty eight percent on the week here at three dollars and twenty seven cents, up uh, probably what two x uh, at least two x from. Uh, when we had the, uh, the the metaverse announcement by Facebook. But take a look at when we look at the chart and, and then we'll show uh, the, the long liquidations here. Take a look at the chart. This is the five minute chart right here. And it's really interesting to note because if you've watched my live streams regularly, you know that these lines have been sitting here for a while. The 63,713 line, the 60,339 line, and the 58,000 line. And I thought it's very interesting that when we scroll back here on the five minute, we go back to, for example, November 10th, or we go back beyond that, doesn't matter. We really have a, a, a solid respect for that 63.3 line, that when we drop below it, we tend to come right back, uh, either rubber band around it or play off that line pretty well. See, look at this. We go for a takeoff. We come right back to that 63.7 line. Same thing over here, sat at that 63.7 line. And look at this. As soon as we broke that 63.7 uh, line yesterday, we ended up dropping to 60,000. 300, which is another place we have a line. When we broke that, we almost went all the way down to our 58,000 line. Uh, this is literally a picture 
perfect uh, chart here, in my opinion. These TA uh, lines, these, these support and resistance lines, in my opinion, excellent lines to have. Uh, I'm actually going to bump my enthusiasm on them now that we've we've seen them tested. Uh, I'm not going to change the color on them just yet. I do uh, I do color code uh, on my support and resistance slides. I talk about these a lot in my stocks and psychology of money group uh, where I do send buy sell notifications anytime I buy or sell crypto or stocks by the way. Check that out. There's a Black Friday coupon link down below. But let's talk about these long liquidations here aside from the technical analysis which we do teach technical analysis as well and then stocks and psychology of money group. So check that out down below. But uh, let's go ahead and jump on over to uh, to our long liquidations here. So take a look at this. When we look at long liquidations, we can see it's exactly uh, why we're seeing uh, the pain point here in crypto today. Uh, the larger lines here to the upside, the green, green is not a good sign. Green is actually uh, longs that are being liquidated and red are shorts that are being liquidated. And we can actually see that longs are the ones that have been getting liquidated here a little too much margin uh, in, in euphoria, possibly a little too much margin that got piled on when we started running uh, to almost 70,000 when we hit that 69,000 figure. Uh, and we're seeing some of that get liquidated here. We saw some of that first get liquidated when we dropped from 69,000 to about uh, 66,900. Uh, this is the first drop that we had over here. Uh, we had long liquidations of about 536 million. We did just have long liquidations of over 780 million. That led to the drop that we saw today. Uh, look at the chart though, folks. Every time you see these long liquidations, you see the crypto uh, or price of Bitcoin drop. You can see that here back in September. Back in September, we did also have about a 25% pullback. And we had that 25% pullback in September. And it just led to explosive growth in October where we saw those 40% gains. Now we're seeing about this uh, pullback of somewhere around 15%. Let's pull it back here. If we go 60 divided by 69, uh, take the new price divided by the old price. Uh, yeah, there you go. We see about that 13% pullback here. If we go to where we went, which was about 58.5, there you could see about that full 15% pullback. So for a lot of folks, this is actually a bullish type of pullback because it's much less than the pullback that we saw in September. And September paved the way for larger gains in October. Uh, uh, JP Morgan, obviously very, very bullish on crypto assets going into next year. I'm bullish on 2022 for crypto myself. Uh, I do hold out of my entire portfolio. Uh, if you include real estate, I've got about 4% in crypto. Uh, if you just look at my stocks and crypto portfolio, uh, I'm about 7% uh, in crypto. So just over a couple million dollars uh, in crypto. At the moment, the vast majority of that is Bitcoin. I'm a little bit unbalanced. Usually I'd like to be a little bit more balanced uh, between three or four different cryptocurrencies. A little bit heavy on uh, Bitcoin at the moment. Uh, but uh, in my opinion, this is just a typical sort of pullback that we find uh, in the crypto market. If anything, it, it creates a buy the dip opportunity. Uh, it is possible that the liquidations we're seeing today could pave the way for more liquidations, although that's not uh, traditionally what we've seen uh, pattern wise. That's kind of what you would sometimes expect in uh, the, the stock market, that some liquidations lead to lower prices, which lead to more liquidations. But if you look at the chart, a lot of the larger liquidation uh, bar charts here are not followed by a significantly high bar charts thereafter. So it's possible that we won't have more liquidations uh, coming in the short term. We had that happen once here, uh, and, and but we still see most of the price drop happened on that first day. So it's entirely possible that this is a temporary uh, you know, one two-day dip here and that Bitcoin will be heading back to that 63,300, 700 level right around there. 
uh, and, and then maybe we'll rubber band back around that. Uh, it does look like at the moment, at least at the time of this recording, uh, we are rotating back uh, and soon we'll be pushing back over 61,000 again. Uh, let's look at the brief chart here. Yep, you can see the trend here. We're bouncing off that $60,300 level uh, and uh, looks like we might be taking, uh, we're getting ready to, to trend back to that 63,700 level. But so far, these are definitely levels that you wanna pay attention to. Uh, JP Morgan, extremely bullish here. Worth noting a few other updates as well here that uh, you may have already heard Burger King teamed up with Robinhood for a promotion uh, for trying to basically get people to buy burgers. Uh, I wanted to mention, just because I've, I've heard this mentioned a few times, I wanted to just mention that we researched the odds of winning. The odds of winning if you buy something from Burger King uh, are a one in 100,000 for winning a Bitcoin. Uh, you've got a 1 in 10,000 chance of winning an Ethereum. And they'll also be giving away 2 million Dogecoin, a 200 Ether in total, and 20 Bitcoin in total. The only requirement is, is you spend $5 more uh, or more uh, on your ticket to qualify at Burger King. Uh, we've got cryptocurrency wallets finally starting to apparently happen at Robinhood, though I haven't actually seen anybody with one. Uh, they started uh, rolling out cryptocurrency wallets last week, and uh, they do have 1 million folks on their wait list expected to get wallets. Uh, we've got a lot of enthusiasm also for Voyager Digital at the moment. Although, along with uh, a lot of the crypto stocks right now, Voyager Digital is selling off a little bit. Voyager Digital is a position that I entered at about $12.30. It ran to about $20. Uh, we'll go to the day chart here. It's a little easier to see. I entered this position at $12.30, so I didn't perfectly time the bottom. I got in about a day a day into uh, the stock starting to rally again. Did run to almost $20, $21 a share here. Has been on a slight little bit of a downtrend, although we have also seen Bitcoin on a slight little bit of a downtrend here after we hit that 69,000 level. So it's not a surprise to see a little bit of a pullback here. You generally see that also with the miners. Here's, for example, HUD8 Mining, uh, where you're seeing a little bit of that pullback as well as we come back off of highs uh, from a Bitcoin. So uh, uh, obviously a, a lot of excitement also about Solana hitting uh, and maintaining the fourth largest market cap for crypto. I do uh, hold a Solano jungle, Solana, excuse me, jungle cat. Uh, it is the only NFT I own, which I'm very excited about uh, that. And that is my uh, my NFT exposure. Usually I'm, I'm a little bit worried about going too heavy on NFTs because of the, uh, well, sort of the lack of liquidity you know, risk. Uh, I, I like liquidity. I have a lot of money tied up in real estate. It's about looking at, when you compare real estate uh, and, and my stock portfolio, I'm about 42% real estate. And we all know that real estate's a whole lot less liquid. So I like keeping my other investments as liquid as possible. And so I do like that about uh, just holding coins, for example, like Solana or uh, Cardano or Bitcoin or Ethereum. Uh, we've also uh, had, had some updates on uh, stable coins and stable coin regulation, though we're still waiting for serious updates here. The Federal Reserve did talk uh, about stable coins as well uh, in their uh, Federal Reserve Financial Stability Report. It's worth mentioning that they did uh, make reference to the president's working group on, uh, on stable coins which the president's working group, uh, they pointed out a few risks for stable coins. They mentioned uh, that there are uh, one, credit risks, uh, two, liquidity risks, three, operational risks, four, settlement risks, and five, risks arising from improper or ineffective systems of governance. Uh, this, these are just basically fancy ways of 
individuals in the regulatory space saying that uh, there are uh, risks to uh, market manipulation and fraud with stable coins, uh, and that really there there is work that should be done uh, in terms of regulating cryptocurrency. The uh, Federal Reserve did mention this in their financial stability report as well. And uh, really, the, the encouragement that's coming for stablecoins is uh, custodial wallet oversight, which would be good because you want to make sure that your, your wallets are safe if you are letting them be custodied at something like a Coinbase or, uh, you know, maybe even you're using Weeble or whatever uh, to, to buy your coins or some form of centralized finance and regulation for them. Uh, but there are also some concerns that regulation could go a little crazy, uh, such as requiring banking licenses uh, if you are using... Uh, stable coins and banking licenses for stable coins are potentially something that could create some risk for companies like uh, Gemini or some of the other stablecoin providers like Tether uh, who are probably the furthest thing from <laughs> ready uh, to get banking licenses especially as uh, Tether's deposits have been called into question for, for quite a while. Uh, let's briefly look at the financial stability report though, just so you can see how the Fed is viewing this right now. Stablecoins are digital assets that are issued and transferred using a distributed ledger. And the value of stablecoins has grown five-fold over the past 12 months, stands at about $130 billion as of October 21st. But there are vulnerabilities exacerbated really by a lack of transparency and governance regarding these stablecoins. Again, really paying homage there to uh, Tether and that potential lack of transparency on deposits. However, the uh, potential to use stablecoins and payment and their capacity to grow, uh, it can pose a risk to uh, payment and financial systems, even though uh, stablecoins do come with a lot of benefits. Uh, as, uh, as you even see here, many central banks around the world are weighing the pros and cons of issuing central bank digital currencies. And those are central bank versions of stablecoins. And the Federal Reserve, if anything, they've been a little bit slow on, on coming up with uh, some form of framework for stablecoins. Generally, though, all of this talk about stablecoins, the fact that we're showing up in President Working Group's uh, reports, the fact that we're showing up in financial stability reports, uh, even though we're being, we're being shown here as a risk, uh, is, in my opinion, very bullish for the crypto market. Uh, worth noting, by the way, that uh, Robinhood uh, just, uh, I, I want to say we're hitting record lows here. Uh, we're at uh, 33.55 right now on Robinhood. Only reason Robinhood here is coming up, obviously, is because Robinhood does make a, a good chunk of revenue from cryptocurrency trades, even though the crypto community in general discourages people from buying coins on Robinhood uh, because you cannot wallet transfer your, your coins out of Robinhood. Uh, it is worth noting that in my experiments, which I've published on the channel, Robinhood does have the best pricing for crypto. Yeah, however, it's, it's often worth just paying the Coinbase Pro fee, which is less. Uh, than, uh, than than what you pay at uh, at other dealers, but more than what you pay to Robinhood. But you get that flexibility of being able to move your coins uh, to uh, to to uh, your personal wallet. You can take them out to cold storage. You can uh, stake your coins. You can do obviously a lot more. You could transfer them over to Voyager Digital and to get a yield on on your coins, which you could always go to metkevin.com/voyager and use code uh, Kevin. I believe their latest promotion is uh, $25 in free Bitcoin when you fund an account, but you have to fact check me on that one when you go to the link. And uh, uh, But yeah, it is, it is worth noting that as crypto is falling here, Robinhood is falling as well. Kathy Wood, of course, very bullish on crypto, uh, both Bitcoin and Ethereum, and uh, also buying the dip like crazy on Robinhood. 
So uh, that's, uh, that gives us a little bit of an explanation in terms of what's happening in, happening in the crypto community right now. Bitcoin, uh, pretty stable right now, 60,900. We'll see what kind of catalysts we get to either side. If we do end up, by the way, breaking where we sit now, uh, the next level of support would be about 54,300. So there's a long way to go between where we are now and, uh, and where we could end up if we end up getting a little bit more of a pain point here on, uh, on, on Bitcoin and certainly if we get more liquidation. So we'll see what happens. Could be a buy the dip opportunity. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for watching this video. If you found this video helpful, check out the courses linked down below. I'm sure you'll find those extremely helpful. Uh, there's a Black Friday coupon that you can take advantage of. And folks, see you in the next one. Thanks again. Goodbye.